0: You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by American Innovations as groundbreaking as the shovel. So, let's rock. With the end of the War of 1812, America was done fighting, Ah, for a while. It seems as though America is always involved in one war or another. And for the most part, that's true. But America is about so much more than fighting wars. Another thing we do best is invent and innovate. Between 1790 and 1840, there's an explosion of new inventions produced in the United States of America. Inventions that truly changed the world, including the John Deere steel plow, the cotton gin, and the telegraph. These inventions changed the shape of our nation from an agricultural economy to an industrial one. The Industrial Revolution paved the way forward to the world we know today, but it also changed the landscape of the earth and our way of life. We're gonna go over some of the big dog inventions of the time, starting with steam power. In 1780, when James Watt improved steam engines and they blew up a whole bunch less, Factories no longer had to be located near rivers. Factories began to pop up all over the Northeast. In 1807, Robert Fulton was able to perfect steamboat technology, leading to the age of river transportation. Goods and people moved up and down the mighty Mississippi, being transported faster than ever before. Almost built entirely by hand between 1817 and 1825, the Erie Canal was constructed to connect New York City with the Great Lakes region. This increased trade and led to a major population surge in the Midwest. Until locomotives became prolific, the construction of the canal was a huge inspiration for the digging of more canals, opening up river transportation and the steamboats that would chug along the waterways. By 1830, the steam locomotive improved land transportation and led to the development of railroads. With better agricultural tools, wheat became a cash crop in the Midwest, and cities like Chicago sprung up to supply factory workers in the Northeast with food, while the Northeast began to supply the Midwest with manufactured goods. Because large distances of land were much more easily traversed, people and commerce came together much more quickly. In 1837, the telegraph invented by Samuel Morse changed the way people could communicate. Telegraphs sent a short pulse of electrical energy over a long wire, which was translated into letters. Morse had also invented a code using a set of dots and dashes assigned to each letter in the alphabet that would be used to decipher the messages. This meant full-length messages could be sent long distances in a matter of moments. Eventually, a telegraph line would be laid across the Atlantic Ocean for communication with Europe. The telegraph literally laid the groundwork for the communication revolution that led to innovations like the iPhone that you're listening to this podcast with. In 1793, Eli Whitney had invented the cotton gin, which could clean seeds from cotton much more quickly. Most importantly, the cotton gin introduced interchangeable parts. We take this for granted now, but the concept of pre manufactured identical parts created the possibility of mass production for everything from army muskets to factory components and eventually automobiles. The Industrial Revolution brought with it some majorly unintended drawbacks as well. Factories required fuel to run, and that fuel was blood sweat, tears, and coal. The cool, clean, beautiful skies of North America were blackened by the smokestacks, spouting coal pollution into the air. To mine the coal, people were getting sick in droves by the smoke and dust. Children were put to work in factories, working long hours instead of receiving any form of education. This was a great time of innovation, but also exploitation. The cotton gin allowed plantation owners in the South to speed up harvests so the Northern workers could make more cotton goods, though more cotton meant more slavery in America. Although the international slave trade had been abolished in 1808, the domestic slave trade was just getting rolling. By the early part of the century, almost every slave in the United States had been born into it. Plantation owners in the South only made up about 3% of the Southern population and were making huge profits from the lives and deaths of poorly treated African-American slaves. The increase in slavery and the abuses of the evil practice were about to hit a boiling point in America.